Hello, Steven Universe fans, and welcome back to another episode of the AfterBuzz TV Steven Universe After Show. Tonight we are covering Season 3, Episodes 90 through 94, and we'll see you after the opening. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin! We're such nerds! <laughs> it makes me so happy and yet so sad at the same I time. I know, right? It's just got this really great, it's like ska, you know what? almost. This, you listen to this song and you think that it's going to be like a fun show. Like, it's, it's going to be a real like, fun show. It's a great it's coming like of age robot. story. It's a great coming of age story about robots, like, battling <laughs> aliens for the fate of the planet. And, and then like, you realize it's 90s Gynax and you're screwed. Yeah. And then it's you guys. What's even worse is that partway through the series, it starts to be that fun. Oh, and yeah. Like, yeah. we're having a good time. Adventures. And then you hit the end and you're like, what? And, and then you hit the actual you end and you're like, face. what? Smacks you so hard. Speaking of the actual end. Yeah. And then it's just like, I'm I'm done with with everything. I don't know which way is up anymore. We are done. And I'm like, I don't know if I can advance or if I cannot advance. I just don't know because there's a parenthesis there. There's this parenthetical that I just don't understand. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so we're we're coming down pretty heavy on the uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion because, wow, did we have an egregious end of Ava reference in one of these episodes tonight. Yes, we did. You guys, we are hitting five episodes. We've basically covered all of last week. We've got Restaurant Wars, Kiki's Pizza Delivery Service, Monster Reunion, Alone at Sea, and Greg the Babysitter. With me tonight are the wonderful Emma Fife. Hi, that's me, Emma Fife. I can be found all over the internet at my name. It's Emma Fife. The glorious Megan Salinas. Hey guys, you can tweet at me at the Menguin. That's T-H-E-M-E-N-G-U-I-N. And I'm Katie Collin. You can find me on Twitter at Kiaje. That's K-I-A-X-E-T. We have, do we have the live chat up? We, have we do. Everyone is Emma commenting is on, on my fantastic outfit. Thank you. I just purchased a uh, uh, this tank top and this hat at Hot Topic today. I'm very happy about it. So much. <laughs> Steven. Those were good purchases. I know. That was a good choice. <laughs> we also have our Twitter hashtag, ABTVSU. If you've got some mm-hmm. commentary, any questions, anything fun you want to say, throw them in the live chat, throw them in the hashtag. You may well get a shout out. Yes. So let's start at the very beginning. It's a very good place to start. And let's talk about Restaurant Wars. Now, I watch a lot of Top Chef, (laughs) and so Restaurant Wars has a very specific connotation to me. And so part of this was like, this is very Restaurant Wars, and part of this is like, this is better. Top Chef needs to incorporate stuff like this more often. I mean, I like that they they sort of tried to have the like Romeo and Juliet storyline. Yeah, and the uh, act. Yeah, yeah, with Ronaldo and Jenny, and it was funny. I feel so bad for Jane. Let's be real. Jane, his girlfriend, right? That's yeah. her name? Jane? Yeah. Poor girl. <laughs> How? Oh, Jane, I know. How? And I just love that. I, I have so a girlfriend. Where's she at, though? I That's know. what I was thinking. And then all of a sudden, just the... Duh. Uh, I loved how ridiculously anime this episode was. It, it was so cooking anime. Which is funny yeah. because I don't watch a ton of cooking anime but now I really want to. Yeah. I want to sit down and watch some of the uh, I 
think like, Watch Mojo did like a top ten like chefs in anime. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Uh, and I, I want to watch some of those shows. And I mean, I used to want, like I used to be a Prince of Tennis fan. And let me tell you, you sink about a hundred episodes into that, and it starts becoming a sunk cost fallacy sort of thing. Like, do I really love tennis invested. that much? <laughs> yes. Yeah. But they can make it if you really have an anime that's well done. They can make anything look exciting. They had a ping pong episode in Prince of Tennis, and it was one of the funniest, most intriguing things I've seen in that show. Listen, my, Like, you care. Yeah, my brother wanted to watch uh, a, an anime about competitive bread making when I was trying to get him what? to watch Attack on Titan. So, like, <laughs> I'm telling you guys, like, anime can be exciting no matter what it's about. And Hiromu Arakawa, the person who did Full Metal Alchemist, yeah. did one on farming because she grew up on a farm. Yeah, exactly. And evidently, it's amazing. Yep. Uh, so, basically, anime can make anything exciting, and so cooking anime, and so restaurants. Exciting yes. and dramatic. Yes. So dramatic. Very, very dramatic. Uh, to everybody who's, like, trying to get my attention in the chat right now, I see you just a lot of what you have is like very deep like fan theories or explanation of the universe and th- that's not what this episode was about so we'll, we'll, we'll get into that a little <laughs> we'll, bit later. If you we'll guys want us to we'll see it, there. we also use ABTVSU yeah. on Tumblr and that is Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline really good for the long form posts as well so if you want us to see that write us up a tumblr post i see it i i, I pass them around yeah absolutely namely yeah. to megan who has to put up with my I don't noise i understand tumblr or snapchat guys so <laughs> don't talk to me there i, I tolerate tumblr yeah. I, I speak it i have one tag me on tumblr if you've got a long form theory post and you know we'll take a look I at like it i like the gifts that tumblr provides i go there when i'm looking for very specific like fan art <laughs> I live there. <laughs> it is my current purveyor for Lion Hell, but that's Thursday night. Yeah. Restaurant Wars was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was cute. I mean, I, I feel like both last week and this week, we sort of eased in a little bit with an, with an episode that was not quite as heavy on the emotional gravitas. Yeah. Um, not to say that there wasn't a lot of good stuff happening in Restaurant Wars. There was, and, you know, I... I like I I just love all the sort of secondary characters in Steven Universe, and we got to see a ch- we got there was a chance for several of them to kind of be spotlighted this week, and that was really nice. We yeah. haven't seen Petey for forever. Oh, yeah, I just love like Petey. Do you guys feel like that with all the you know the stuff with the cluster going on? That like just <laughs> the writers just kind of missed Beach City, yes. and so like this yeah. set of episodes is like let's get reacquainted with everybody in Beach City. Yeah. And speaking of characters from Beach City, do you guys feel like? Fryman and Kofi were just looking for an excuse to start up the war again. Well, maybe it started over virtually so, yeah. nothing. Well, yeah. it, it was funny. Um, Nicholas Kelly points out <laughs> in the chat that it really got a little out of control because Kofi did try to brand Steven. <laughs> yeah, that was a little crazy. And, and I like possession of him. <laughs> I like the play on words for brand, but it was also just like this is horrifying. Yeah, like, dude, are you okay? I yeah. don't think you're okay. Yeah, uh, a permanent VIP membership card. Oh, is that? the kids are calling it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yikes. 
We have a uh, Matt Barrios on Twitter saying, Aww. "You rock my Steven Universe." He, he sent us, us a, a cute gift. little gift. Aww. Aww. I Thank love you, Matt. Steven gifts. I love it when people make gifts, and I love it when people make gifts of us. Yes. I love it when it's Matt wild. tweets at it's us. Hi, yes, hi, hi Matt. <laughs> oh my god! And just all of the kids going crazy about I missed a metal concert, and I wrote this down because I thought this was glorious. Do you know how much blogging I haven't been able to do? Yeah, the fact that that was like what Ronaldo's biggest problem was with all of this was very entertaining and in character for him. And I actually think Ronaldo is the worst person in this town. <laughs> Absolutely. I still throw that in, on at Lars's Lars feet. Lars is that's not me. an attempted mm-hmm. murderer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ronaldo is. But we have more for Ronaldo that makes him a better rounded character. Oh, and Lars yeah. is just like, you are flat and two-dimensional and just kind of terrible. But like, still not an attempted murderer. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, So Richie in the chat says, uh, wait, so is Mr. Fryman's fry hat actually his hair? Because Stephen does make a comment about it, but he wasn't too sure. And yes, it is. Uh, And then also uh, a couple people, including Andrew and uh, Asia246222, are talking about uh, the gems and their cute waiter outfit. Oh, my God. Pearl as the server was just the best thing ever. (laughs) No additions or substitutions. (laughs) Like, yep. Yeah, but they're done that. Yes, chef. I was just so cute. order taken. Yeah. <laughs> like, not thank you, not it'll be right here. Just order taken. <laughs> like, check that one off. Yeah. If they ever want to quit superheroing, they could totally open up a restaurant. And I love that they we would we kill it. We got the implication that okay, we knew that the war previously ended because the everything buffet was wrecking the economy, and so they teamed up to drive them out of town and. I think at this point it's very heavily implied that they did the embarrassed crying man act in front of them and just made them leave. I was going to say, yeah, because the, and then they ran him out of town. I was like, that's a very violent solution to, like, a fiscal problem. I I was going to say, I I interpreted that more as they teamed up because they realized they had a mutual enemy. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I think when it came to the confrontation with the everything buffet, it was very much just the please leave. I I, I feel like it's Parks and Rec. It's Tom. No one likes to see a crying man. Yeah. (laughs) Like that whole strategy. I feel like that's it. Yeah, no. But it was a really great misdirect because, of course, that's the story you tell your kids. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Ran that guy out of town. It's great. Yeah. It might have just also been asking Steven to leave because his very scary moms are right there. And also, we're not really going to beat up a kid. That's also we'll true. We'll brand a child, but we won't hit him in front of his parents. Oh, in yes. front of his parents who are magical superhero beings yes. that are not of this world. Yeah. Uh, just... Although, honestly, that doesn't really seem to matter to them all that much because no. the whole the whole alien thing. It's. I, I really genuinely think it was more of just the, we can't compete with this food. <laughs> you have us on our knees. Please don't do this to us. And I love that we have Amethyst, who is the only one who likes eating out of the three and yeah. eats garbage. Making, literally eats garbage. Yeah. Making really good food. Like, I was expecting it to be a complete disaster. And it was the opposite. Yeah, I was glad that it was not a complete disaster. Yeah. yeah. 
I, you know, it was a good subversion yeah, of expectations. Yeah, I, I enjoyed that. Everything looked super fancy. I want to eat at that restaurant. I know. Yeah, a bunch of people in the chat are like, "I'm sad. I didn't make reservations yeah. at and Stevens." I'm like, what do French fries with ketchup on the inside taste like? I Magic. Oh, that sounds amazing. <laughs> See, I don't usually like ketchup on my French fries, so I feel like that one might be a little lost on me. But a pizza bagel with an extra layer of cream cheese. Uh, I am the person that's like white sauce, extra cheese. More extra cheese on my pizza, so it's like. <laughs> and with pizza on a bagel, you can, can have eat pizza, pizza anytime. <laughs> and I just love when they went full anime, just the. It's like yes, that oh. is that is beautiful sports anime, fighting anime, just yeah, yes, framing the face. And then just the tone behind them when they went with the full crazy backgrounds. Like, no, this is perfect. This is perfect. Hershey lines. They were so good. Yeah. It's just completely anime. It was absolutely great. Yeah. Ronaldo, even though it's confusing that he had a girlfriend, he clearly doesn't have a girlfriend anymore. I know. Sure doesn't. Sure doesn't. I feel like either they're going to get back together off screen or we're going to have an episode where Stephen tries to fix it. Yeah, that was the only thing. Stephen's great at fixing romance, obviously. That was the only thing about this episode because I'm... I'm like, I don't like Ronaldo. I still think he's a he's the worst person in Beach City. I'm with you on that. But at the same time, I'm like, he's the only casualty of the restaurant. <laughs> he really, aside of. from all those people splayed out on the boardwalk. Something there. tells me they're gonna be fine. Also, deep fried pizza sounds horrifying. Pizza bits sound good. I yeah. feel like they've what what, well, what yeah, are the what are pizza the pizza balls? That sounds great. Yeah. What are the little teeny things that you go in the microwave and they're like pizza on the inside? Pizza oh, bites. Tostino's are pizza rolls? Pe- no, not Ooh. pizza rolls. Oh. Pizza bites are those? What I, are? I want pizza rolls. Can we get pizza rolls? They're like tiny pizza chimichangas. <laughs> All right, can we stop talking? <laughs> <laughs> Bagel bites, pizza rolls. Are they pizza rolls? Okay, that's what that's what I was. I thinking trust our of. engineer. Like pizza bits look like pizza rolls, but better. Actually, if someone uh, has like a Pizza Bits recipe, I would love to see it. Like, if someone saw that on Monday and just whipped something up, I thought that'd be amazing. Completely unrelated, but for any TMNT fans out there right now, there apparently is a fan recipe for pizza gyoza. Whoa. Oh, yeah. I want it. I need it in my life. If you have this, please, for the love of God, send us the link. Again, completely unrelated. Let's get back to Stephen. Yeah, exactly. Yes, pizza. It's, it's, we got a Venn diagram over there. Didn't mean there. to derail. Do we have any last thoughts on Restaurant Wars? Just cute and fun. Yep. I, I, I like mozzarella sticks, so I understand why the war started. <laughs> I do, too. Oh, yeah. Then let's swing into more pizza and somewhat existential horror. Yes. But Kiki's Pizza Delivery Service. I love Kiki. I had not realized how much I loved Kiki until we got this couple of episodes. And then it was like, we don't see her much. We see no, Jenny, Jenny with the cool often. kids a lot. Yeah, yeah it, like that was the thing about this set of episodes is you definitely walk away going, I want more of this character and I want more of this character. Um, particularly with uh, Kiki and Vidalia, which we'll talk about later. Uh, I, I love want Vidalia lot, so much. I want a lot more of both of them. Yeah, I agree. And I really felt for Kiki in this particular episode. I did too. Because that was a problem I had for a long time, is saying no to people. Yeah, well, 100%. I mean, it's something that I think I still struggle with to this day because it, it you know it, but it's good I think to frame it from a teenager's perspective yeah. because it like there is a line between saying yes and being helpful and being taken advantage of mm-hmm. and this was about Kiki being taken advantage of 
by her sister. And yeah. and her sister didn't know. It was, I was not like say, she was being like mean exactly, about it. Exactly. No, no, yeah. no. And Jenny was not intentionally taking advantage of her. It's just that Kiki was so compliant all the time that Jenny kept being like, oh, can you cover for me? Oh, actually, I want to go to this metal concert now. Can you cover for me? I can so, count on you. Yeah. yeah. And there She's was definitely an she underlying. That's the other thing. Yeah. But I feel like there was definitely an underlying. Like, we were re-watching these today, and Megan pointed out we had the scene with, can you do this? thank you, don't tell dad. And that that was the problem with the whole thing, that some part of Jenny knew I shouldn't be doing this, but as long as dad doesn't know and doesn't put his foot down and Kiki's okay with it, it's fine. Yeah. Like, I think on some level she knew that she should be working her shifts and not pawning them off on her sister, but... Kiki's okay with it, so it's okay. Right, right, good, cool. Yeah. I paid 40 bucks for these metal tickets, and I guess that's a lot of money when you're a teenager. It is a lot of money money when you're a teenager. teenager. And you earn minimum wage at your parents' establishment where they pay you sometimes. Yeah. No, I I agree. That's definitely a lot of money for a teenager. (laughs) I have paid so much more for concert tickets in my life. Yeah, but you're an adult. But we're adults. Yeah. true. (laughs) You're an adult with a job that pays you every so often. Yeah, exactly. Every so often. Yeah. I don't want to specify. Yeah. Sometimes I get paid. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I, I just, I think that it was an important lesson in this episode, and it was framed through a character who we don't get to spend a whole lot of time with, and it was just, it was, it was a very good episode. Yeah. And, and occasionally, it's easy. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, and plus, Steven yelling, Dream Warrior, was yeah. probably my favorite thing. And it's so easy for recurring dreams to be one of those, oh, they had a dream, and it's some insight into their <laughs> psyche, and it's it's the plot device you use when you don't right. know what other plot device to use, and it should be your first scene on the cutting room floor if there's nothing else going on, and this is how you explain a motivation. They have a nightmare, but this was well executed. Yeah. They framed it around the dreams. We had the dream warrior thing, and it wasn't immediately, here's the problem. It was, oh, it's a continuing thing. We have a montage. This hasn't changed. I haven't slept in weeks. And then we get to see the problem. Yeah. So... For a device that can be very cheaply used, this was very well done. Yeah. And I liked the whole concept of uh, Stephen having me time. And, yeah. and that, I mean, that was basically where, where it started was Stephen was like, I'm having some time just for myself. And I'm going to have a pizza. So. Like, um, <laughs> I need to do that more I can, often. You I can I mean? relate to Stephen's me time. Yeah. Pizza time and then fall asleep on the couch. Just yeah. that smash um, cut was a thing of wonder and beauty. And I have done that before. Yeah. I, Woken up at three in the morning like, why am I cold? Why is the cat meowing at me? Yep. I will say that another really good thing about this episode is this was an example of Steven using his power to enter somebody else's psyche being used to actually help somebody. Right. Because he wasn't able to help Lapis. He wasn't able to help Lars, obviously. <laughs> nope. So this is the first time his power to astral project into somebody else's either dreams or mind or whatever actually did some good. Yeah. Well, when he did it into a human, we had the watermelon and that was helpful, but the watermelon was Again, super that iffy. didn't yeah. help the watermelon, it helped move along the story. That's true. <laughs> but we, yeah, and just his reaction to finding out, oh, I was in your mind, oh my god, I'm so sorry, I won't do it again. Like, right. he learned. Good. I like that things come back. Yeah, yeah, and Kiki asked him to help, and I I just, I love that we had the montage, I love that we had him slowly tiring (laughs) out, and then having to draw a line. Yeah. And Kiki understanding that there's this line, but, oh, she's my sister, it's different. No, 
No, it's really not. You need to draw that line for yourself, too. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people are talking about inner cheese demons in the chat. <laughs> inner cheese demons yep. is inner, the inner name cheese, of my Nine Inch Nails rock ba- cover band. And uh, relatable pizza time. I think that's fair. <laughs> relatable pizza time is the name of my Incubus cover band. That is, that is a hashtag I will follow to yep. the end of the year. Relatable meat, relatable pizza time. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I, I cannot get over the end of Evangelion straight up scenery reference with the pizza things in the back. I can't. Yeah. I just can't. And what's sad is the first time I watched End of Evangelion, I was eating sausage pizza. And let me tell you, that oh. was a mistake. Oh. It's just a horrific full circle come around tonight, I'm ladies to and gentlemen. Put that movie out of my mind. So. Right. So do we have any final thoughts on this? I just liked uh, Jenny's reaction to Stephen being like, he's like, I had to help Kiki fight her inner cheese demons. She's like, okay, I don't know what that means, but that sounds good. I think they just kind of go, it's Stephen, in the same yeah. way we go, it's Tuesday, or it's LA. Mm-hmm. Like, you see a bunch of people in weird costumes running down the street and someone with a camera following them. You're like, oh, it's LA. Yeah. Someone's filming. Yeah. So Again. for them, they're like, oh, it's Stephen. It happens. Again, he does is, weird this stuff. This is a town that dismisses alien activity on a regular basis for some reason. It's just popcorn dot gift for this town. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, let's let's go into Monster Reunion, which is the midweek heartbreak <gasps> that I think we can really start expecting from this Steven Bomb. You get three episodes in, and then it's like, nope, leave me here to die. Yeah. This Our engineer is just looking at pictures of pizza rolls. What, why are you scrolling those? I'm so sorry, doing? ladies. I got so hungry. Why, why are you torturing us? I'm so hungry I found, now, too. I found pizza roll-ups. Does anybody live in the greater Burbank-adjacent area? They can bring, bring us pizza? pizza rolls right now. Yeah, no, seriously. You will be well compensated for your efforts. Yes. <laughs> With First, you have to figure out where we are, time. and then, <laughs> yeah, no, not. And then half the people who are watching this are going to be like, "It's three in the morning because I'm watching this three days after." Do you still want that? No, yeah. There is a sign where we're at. Yeah. It's not that hard to find. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, monster reunion oh hurt my, my heart. We have the return of Steven's healing powers. Yeah. Which, thank goodness, it's those have taken you know a long over. You know, it's been a long time since we've seen them. In since years. we've seen yeah. them. And what I find interesting is that the first time they left, it was because of a break in his confidence. Well, it didn't work. Well, okay, now they're gone. We have another situation where they don't really work, but it's well enough explained as a sort of, it's this, it's completely different damage. There's a difference between cracked and corrupted. Can we talk about that? It has nothing to do with his ability to heal them. It's just, these are psychological scars that have physically manifested themselves because gems physical forms aren't real like they are right. a projection yeah they're, of the they're form hard that they projection. choose yeah for themselves and so like it makes a lot of sense that the corrupted gems that appear as monsters are representing psychological scars yes, that and, can't be healed. And I think yeah. that that is something it, there is a commentary there that's really important which is that psychological damage and illnesses and things like that are just as real as like a broken leg. Yeah. But it's actually easier to heal a physical injury than it is to deal with a mental one. Yeah. And or sometimes even diagnose yeah. what the mental issue is. Exactly. Exactly. And I and I mean, you know, not to jump ahead to the end of the episode, but I'm going to right Do now. It. But I We're mean, just doing the whole thing. But I mean, you know, 
Because it, it ultimately concludes with her going back to her ship where there's more, like, corrupted gems like her. And then they're just all going to be together on the spaceship. And that's kind of the best they're going to be able to do because they still... It's kind of like... I If you guys... This is going to this is gonna be a, a tangent, but I promise it makes sense. Do it. So, the movie I Am Legend... The original ending, which is in the special features on the DVD, is far superior to the to the theatrical ending yes. in every single it's way. It's also the ending of the original. Exactly. Book. So basically, and spoilers, guys, it's an old movie. Also, it's been out for like a decade, I was guys. Say, also, the original also book the is, original book is even older than that. And this ending and there is good. were three and it, movie adaptations before it, one of which starred Vincent Price. Right. So basically, in the in the Will Smith movie, in the original ending, when they're in like the the you know bulletproof case whatever and the like zombie creatures are sort of attacking them and he basically realizes that what it is is that the guy zombie wants the girl zombie back because they are like a mated pair and so it's like even though yes they are totally like screwed up they still feel and they give her back and then the mutations are like go forth like they don't attack them and they manage to escape and they go to you know upstate new york or whatever to some human refuge it's not the terrible ending that was the, where he like sacrifices himself and it was stupid. Um, <laughs> but that, I mean, that's kind of what it is. Is it's like even though they are corrupted, there's they still can relate to each other on that base level, and they're happy yeah. in their own way. Yeah, and like that was, and yeah, we we don't know what sort of diamond weapon caused this psychological damage. We had the suggestion that it was a song from Stephen trying to interpret what the pictures were, which, given the use of music in this series, a song of corruption is horrifying. But at the same time, it's like, that makes a lot of sense. It makes so much sense, but it's also like... But it also makes sense why the crystal gems are so few, because Greg said that Rose was only able to save a handful of her closest friends, and that might have been a literal statement in terms of who happened to literally be closest to her right when that attack happened, and she just grabbed, you know, the people who were closest to her, used her shield, and then every other gem that was on Earth was either completely destroyed, shattered, or corrupted. Well, and yeah, there were probably a hell of a lot more crystal gems. And uh, and in BG Titan Avatar in the um, chat does bring up a really good point. The fact that Yellow Diamond is Patty Lapone makes it pretty likely that she's gonna sing at some point. So there's a very good chance that, as you say, Katie, it, it was indeed a, a song. I I can't even <sighs> imagine a, a diamond chorus. Like later on, uh, somewhere down the line, and it would all but just like, be like dissonant had, chords. We Ugh. had the leader giving orders drawn in a yellow crayon, <laughs> but the logo was very specifically drawn in black. Yeah. Do uh, we have black diamond? Do we have an, also that looked like a um, Harley Quinn logo, and that's exactly where my brain went. So, <laughs> uh, Andrew Fedge says that uh, the diamonds are the misfits, and Rose and uh, the crystal <laughs> gems That is a truly outrageous statement. Ah, okay, okay, oh, I, I know, I know. I'll be excommunicated from the obvious. Joke. They can all be gems. Uh, but, 
But yeah, so, and there's a lot here, and it was devastating to watch this unfold, and it was really good to, like, see it done in, like, these crude drawings, because it's the only way I she can communicate. I the, the crayon animatic, animatic was amazing. Oh my yeah. god, so nice. It was so devastating seeing her weep and try to, to communicate, communicate with Stephen and him not understanding and that's just making her cry and weep more and slowly get more corrupted back to a more centipede-like state and it's like she was making such good progress. I know. And then just, it was, and it, yeah, this episode also, if we are going with the, um, metaphor of uh, mental illness, just how easy it is to slip back onto that scale, like, when you make progress, um, yeah. when you have... Yeah. Recovery is not a this. Recovery no. is a It's this. a sliding spectrum, yeah. You have good days and bad days. So, yeah. again, hopefully, because, you know, this is, it's not necessarily for kids, but yeah. it's aimed at a younger audience, yeah. and it's very smart about it. So yeah. hopefully this is one of those episodes that will give kids the tools to talk about something like this with their parents in in the same way that Inside Out might have. Yeah, absolutely. Like the movie Inside Out, not any yeah, episode no, no, that no, might no, have been. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Nicholas Kelly in the chat brought brought this up earlier, sort of this the theory about like the different kind of aspects of life, I guess, that the different diamonds represent. Basically saying that um, the yellow diamond aspect is technological gem warfare, blue diamond was culture, faith, and ingenuity, uh, and pink diamond was agriculture and gem manufacturing, so all we need is white diamond, but there, but as you say, like, the drawings were in black, so mm-hmm. I wonder if it's a black, not white. But yeah. it could have been a black outline to represent white. I, it's hard to draw on a white crayon, guys. I don't know if you've ever tried, yeah. but it doesn't show up very and well. The and, that that Rose Quartz was yeah. a, and the theory that Rose Quartz was actually a diamond. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And, and, yeah. That may, and I think that Rose Quartz being uh, pink, di- or yeah, pink, pink diamond, diamond yeah. ties into that, you know, in absolutely. terms of agriculture. Oh, yeah, and well. like healing and nurturing and, and growth and development. It totally, totally makes sense. And the gem looks a lot more like a pink diamond than it does a rose quartz. Yes, People have done image comparisons. Yeah. So nothing in this show is by accident. No. Nope. Nothing not. in this show is by accident. I love that we got gem writing and yeah. then it just looked incoherent to us, and right. that they were able to yeah. read it. Stephen wants to learn to write. Like, oh, baby. Yeah. And, and again, it's one of those things where just because you don't understand somebody trying to communicate with you doesn't mean they don't understand you, or yeah. what they're yeah. saying doesn't make sense. And that's well, probably part of why she got so frustrated. I, like, this is perfectly legible. What is wrong with you, I, child? And I just liked, too, that, you know... Again, you just see that very sort of stereotypical magical girl heroine, like, side of Steven come out in this episode in that, like, he is so, he really, like, believes in the good of everybody and believes that everybody can get better. And it's like, even though his healing powers didn't totally work to completely restore her, he wanted, it it was enough that he was like, no, like... Let's let's try. She can come live with us. I I think that like she can get better. Yeah. And and what I liked about this too is that neither he nor neither he nor Garnet were 100% correct no. because she's like there's nothing we can do for them and he's like we can fix this. We can make everything great again. Right. And then, you know, so, neither of them are correct. Right. But you can meet somewhere in the middle. There's not nothing you can do for them. 
but it's not just a one-two, everything's fixed yeah. sort of thing either. Yeah. Well, and I'm wondering if there isn't some way not to fix corruption, but to uh, augment is not the right word. You know what I'm getting at, though. Yeah. To function around it, to, you Well, I, I mean, I, I, I don't think... Know. I, I sort of feel like what we saw in this episode kind is of as good as is it gets. as good as it gets. Probably. It's just, I, At least for right now. Yeah, and, and I think that, you know, that's one of those things where it, even though, yes, that you know, this is, this is a show that is about, like, very magical elements. It's definitely a fantasy show. That in of itself is realistic. Like, yeah. usually when things are terrible, they don't get all the way better, but they get better to a point that people can exist and be happy, even though they're not the same as they were before. Yeah. So. So it's a heavy episode, <laughs> yeah, guys. Yeah. We're, uh. we're all just kind of... Yeah. Uh, Do we have any final thoughts? Uh, just aside that from lying in a, on this, a, in a heap, crying. This went. Uh, this went very Adventure Time, Ice King, yeah. sort of, sort of feel to it. It so, got dark. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I think we kind of get used to our midweek heavy episode mm-hmm. because that was what last week did too, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Well, last week waited till Thursday, I think. No, Mr. Uh, Greg was uh, very was early Thursday. on. Oh, Mr. Wednesday, Mr. Greg was think, Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. Was it? Was it? It was Wednesday or Tuesday. Yeah, because it was Drop Beat Dad and then Mr. Greg. No, oh. but there was Stephen Floats too. Oh, oh but yeah, they but they were both on Monday. Monday. You're right. You're right. Okay. Anyway, anyway, that's <laughs> they don't do it Monday. Monday. They don't do it Friday. They wait. So, so we got Wednesday and Thursday for heavy episodes because on Thursday we got Alone at Sea. Oh this was God. so good. It was not so in any good. capacity subtle. No. But it wasn't <laughs> was subtle, but it was unexpected. I was <gasps> not expecting them to go that particular route because you look at these two characters and you're immediately like, Jasper's the bad one. Jasper's the bad one in this scenario. She's the bad one. And then you, you tweak it just a little bit and you're like oh no they were terrible to each other oh, yeah, yeah this is a bad place yeah and at least lapis can recognize and i think it's partially because she has steven and has the crystal gems yeah. to an extent even though she's still kind of like mm, about that whole arrangement I mean, she's able to recognize that that was not a good place that was not a healthy relationship it, it, she's able to move beyond it, it wasn't but it also was a really important allegory for how being in a powerful a relationship that puts you in a position of power, even if it is not a good relationship, can make you feel really good, even though you yeah. know yeah. it is bad. Just yeah. when when she said, "I miss her," all of a sudden it was like, "What?" Boy. <laughs> and yep. then just calling it back, I did awful things to you. Yeah. I liked doing it. I don't want to go back there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, and just the, I, I changed, it'll be different this time. I'm like, the only one no. who can handle your kind of power. No. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> we pulled out, I've changed. There is no subtlety here anymore. Yeah. Yeah, and I think I think that um, that Jaron Jefferson in the chat is somewhat right that there there was a little bit of sort of like Stockholm syndrome going on here because they were you know they were very much sort of prisoners of one another. Yeah, and the fusion that they were in, and and you know Lapis you know basically kept them anchored at the bottom of the ocean with all of her effort, which was oh kind yeah. of a horrible thing to do in of itself. So yeah, and I'm just I'm kind of amused that Stephen's idea of fixing things for her hydrophobia is. Immersion therapy. Yeah. Let's put her on a boat 
everybody look at me because I'm sailing on a boat. Well, like, and that just does not end well. What a great way to like sort of also point out like when you don't have that relationship anymore, you you focus on the good and forget like yeah. the horrible stuff when you're deprived well, which, of it. Yeah. We could fly. Yeah. We were so strong. Yeah, I mean, and that's exactly what you were seeing with Jasper. Now, I have a question. Now, for me, when I was watching this episode and as soon as like it got real dark and serious with the boat and like things were going poorly, I was like, it's Jasper. I know it's Jasper. Yeah. Do you guys feel the no, same that, way? Yeah, the second, uh, you know, with the with the fishing line, it's like, yeah, we we know where this is going. Yeah. I'd been spoiled. So Oh, I'm sorry. It's okay. YouTube has spoiled me for one or two things, not because I went looking for videos, but because their thumbnails. thumbnails pop up. And it's like, thanks for that YouTube like, algorithm. Oh. I didn't need that in my life quite yet. You but look okay. up Steven Universe songs and it assumes you want spoilers. <laughs> Yeah, Dang. which again, reiterating that the creators and the people that who have worked on this show say, please do not go looking for spoilers for week three, which is what we're getting into now and yeah. week four. So please respect their <laughs> wishes, you guys. Evidently, we got some crazy stuff coming down the pipeline. Yeah. Do not spoil it for yourself. And if that does happen, please do not spoil it yeah. for other people. Jazzy J says... Your usual PSA. Jazzy J says that Lapis brought out her inner one-punch man for the end of this episode. <laughs> Looks like yeah. Team Jasper's blasting yes, off again. Actually, like, Kiki, that's all I got. No, Kiki Lopez actually literally wrote that in the chat <laughs> with a hashtag. So, hands up if you grew up in the 90s. Yo. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. But, and again, it's very interesting, like, looking at this from Jasper's perspective. Yeah. Because when Lapis tells her no, she doesn't try to confront uh, Lapis or fight her right. or whatever to get her to acquiesce. She turns on Steven. Yeah. And she's like, this is your fault. Right. You you changed her. And we had a good thing yeah, going. Yeah, exactly. We really didn't, but I still miss it. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, again, it was just wonderful the way Lapis put it, that it wasn't a healthy relationship. Yeah, yeah. and we saw it manifest in other ways. Like, there, Lapis, do you want to be the captain? Don't put me in charge. Yeah. I don't want that. Well, because, because <laughs> my body. I will not, uh, thanks, but I'm not putting that on my body. No, well, because I mean, God we're, because as we learned in this episode, it's like she clearly has this fear of reverting back mm-hmm. into the person she was when they were fused into Malachite. So the person who was crazy yeah. with power. Yeah. And it's just Don't like, put me in charge. And she just by don't virtue Don't give me of, any authority yep. whatsoever. And by virtue of being able to control water to the extent of controlling the ocean, she is insanely powerful. Oh yeah, she's well, very especially powerful. on Earth. And then when she she's like, I'm helping and she, you know, she lifts up the giant body of water with all the and fish all in the it. Fish. And Greg's like like, no, I'm I'm okay. I want to do it the traditional way. She's embarrassed. She's embarrassed at the amount of power that is at her fingertips, yeah. and she's just like, I I'm not I'm not doing it right. I'm I'm messing it up again. Yeah, I will say that Greg has the absolute worst fishing lure I have ever seen in my life. Aww. We we used to go we, when when we'd go camping as a family. We used to go fishing, and the point of a lure, the point of having a bob on that is that you have the bob. And you have a length of line, and then the hook and the bait at the bottom. And the point of the bobber is to keep the line from going straight down, which is why you cast it out and have it float. So you can see where your line is. But if you put the hook right next to the bob, it doesn't 
work. Because the fish is not going to go up and look at the big red thing floating in the water, but it sure as heck is going to look at the worm. Yeah, for somebody who grew up, you know, who had been on the ocean for years and years, he's really bad at fishing. Like, the only time you have the bait straight on the end of the hook and nothing else is if you're fly fishing, and that is constant short-range motion. Right. See, much like Snapchat and Tumblr, I don't know anything about fishing, so, like, I was fine with it. I have spent so many hours fishing. I am the only one in my family to have ever caught a fish, and it was this yeah. big. I have spent a lot of time fishing four when I was inches a kid, for those of you listening in the But iTunes. I've never caught one without assistance. So yeah. technically I've never caught a fish. Fishing's yep. not easy. It's also it's really, not. really boring, as they illustrated. When does the fish part happen? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I will never get oh over my, my dad occasionally watching fishing on TV and me just being like, one, we do this in real life. Two, what? Yeah. Why? <laughs> so yeah, that was the one thing that bothered me about the episode. It was just like, of course you're not going to catch anything. Your hook is on the surface. What's wrong with you? Are you fixating on the fishing part so you don't have to fixate on the abusive relationship Yes, part? I am. <laughs> no, just because it's, you know me, details. Yeah. Tiny, tiny little things that are like, mm. Good times great. and great oldies. Do we have any final thoughts on Alone at Sea? Aside I, from lying in a heap crying. I like that Lapis snorts when she laughs. Yes. <laughs> She's adorable. And I like the progress that her character is making. <laughs> and I like that they took Jasper in a different direction than I was expecting. Yeah. yeah. And I, I can't wait to see how that uh, progresses. I can't wait for her to come back. I want to actually see her when she's not... I've been at the bottom of the ocean for forever. Like, when she actually has to interact with gems, other people, when she sees Peridot again. Like, because this is her immediately being pulled out of the fusion and then being isolated and single-minded for that long. So, of course, she's a wreck and, of course, she's like this. I would like to see what happens when she has a little more time to acclimate and socialize. Yeah. Like, I'm sure there's potential there. I'm sure we'll see something. And I'm sure it'll take forever and a day. And maybe we're looking at a Vegeta arc. I just don't know. But I want more than just, I'm the villain that shows up occasionally. Goodbye! See, I didn't I didn't feel that way about Jasper in this episode. Like, I, I felt like Jasper in this episode, it became very clear to me that this was a complicated character. And, and again, that, like, Lapis was kind of just as awful as Jasper was. And I absolutely, I mean, in my opinion, Jasper's absolutely coming back. Yeah. And even for a second in this episode, I was like, they might fuse again. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying she was ill-used here. I'm saying... I want to see more. Yeah. Well, and I not want to, more. Not to mention, we just need more of this actress because, for those of you who don't know and who don't watch the Voltron <laughs> after show, this is the same uh, voice actress who plays Princess Allura on Voltron. Yeah. And, and it's just she, like, really? It's so it's great. She's so talented because you listen. Normally, you can hear it, and I can't yeah. hear Princess Allura and Jasper's voice, and same the other way around. Yeah. So it's cool. She's just one talented lady. She's a glorious human being. Kimberly. Brooks, I Brooks, want to say. Yeah. yeah. Yes. But really great. Really yeah. great. Good stuff. So let's move on to Greg the babysitter. And literally the only note I have written on the board for this is grow up. So <laughs> I like the song. I, the song was great. I, I absolutely loved this episode. Uh, I'm such a Greg fan. And it was so interesting in this episode to see the dynamic between he and Rose Quartz. Yes! And him really being the responsible adult of the two of them. 
Yeah, well, and not at and first, And then he though. really wasn't. Right. Not, not at first, though, because he is her groupie for oh, the yeah. last time. Oh, yeah. He sits, in, you know, in the same way that Steven used to sit around and wait for the gems to come back. We see Greg doing that. Like, Except just, there was no house around there. It's yeah. just cold. He yeah. just waits outside the cave or inside the cave, just waiting for Rose Quartz to come back. And... That's not a good way to live if you're that. No, yeah. no and I, but it's I mean, not I, I think that it was. But I mean, this was an episode about Greg acknowledging that that was a problem. Yeah, and when he and it kind of came from Vidalia leaving Baby Sour Cream with him, and he was suddenly put in this position of responsibility, and he was legitimately interested in being responsible. But of course, this person who he idolizes so much and who he's been a groupie for, he's like. Okay, Rose Quartz, you watch him for two seconds. I'm going to be right back. He comes back and they are just gone because she has literally interpreted the meaning of watch. Yeah. I do love how fast him. baby sour cream can motor because, yeah. dang, well, like, he made tracks. And I will look for any and all opportunity to make a Simpsons reference because when she's like, I did watch him. I watched him climb all the way up there. In my head, I heard, Millhouse, what what happened? You were supposed to be watching the factory. I was watching it. First it started falling over, then it fell over. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> well, but you can't really stop a factory from falling over. You can stop a, a baby. baby from crawling, <laughs> crawling away. You can absolutely do that. a Ferris wheel. And I, I loved Vidalia. Yeah. Oh my god, Vidalia was glorious. Can we have more of this wonderful human being, please? Well, and yeah, and seeing this episode and like seeing young Greg and young Vidalia deal with issues of like actually becoming adults. adults yes. I really want to see more of Vidalia, Greg, and Amethyst right. because like they were a trio at one point, yeah. according to Vidalia, and then for some reason they stopped hanging out with Greg and they just started hanging out with each other. So I'm I'm very interested to see more of the stories of Greg and Rose and like that trio and just how well Greg got along with the other crystal gems besides Pearl. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He tried. Or but even Pearl talking about how like we fought like it was a silly game, like we were going to win her heart and like even that I'm sure to an extent was still like in a way, kind of fun for the two of them. Yeah. 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 I, and then it got serious. Well, I, and I liked the conversation, too, that happened between Vidalia and Greg when, you know, she, when he'd gotten spilled milk and cereal all over his shirt. And so she was like, oh, I'll wash it. And she changed into that other shirt. And he was like, what's with your t shirt? And she's like, oh, it's from the t shirt shop. And he's like, you bought that? She's like, no, it's my uniform. Like, I start today. I gotta get a job, and and he calls her a you know a sellout. You sold out, and then by the end of the episode, he himself goes and gets a job, and because it is, it's sort of this beautiful thing of realizing when it's not that you like give up on your dreams and let your dreams die. Obviously, Greg is still leading a, a very fulfilling and somewhat carefree kind of life. Uh, and ultimately now, especially really lucked out since he came into a whole bunch of money. But you do like you have to have a job like you have to be able to support yourself. And and when and again, when he was left with sour cream, he really did take that responsibility very seriously. And he and I, I just liked that we started seeing sort of the signs of Greg being a really good dad because he really does try to be a good dad. Yeah. And he is a good dad. 
I will say the part where it's like, let's show this baby how to beach, and they both started running into the water. We were both like, oh, no, 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 no. Oh, okay. Anyway, that again, did not go nearly I, as badly as I we thought it would. I did have a slight moment of panic there, too, but again, the show happily surprised me with being like, yeah. with very realistically being like, nah, the baby just like chilled on the blanket, because where is it going to go? Not to mention <laughs> on a Ferris wheel, I guess. It's hilarious that they still have Brian Pesane making the baby noises. Meh. Meh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. This is um, glorious. Yeah, I love that anime hair moment of Greg freaking out and we just got the straight up Miyazaki poof. Yeah. Well, and not to mention actually getting uh Rose's perspective on human oh, development. Yeah. That was beautiful. Like you get to choose who you are moment to moment. Yeah. Like yeah. It's an amazing so, superpower. Yeah. You're supposed to change. Yeah. As opposed to gems, which are not supposed to change. Yeah. Like, you were created with a purpose. Fulfill it forever. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah, and her also just talking about how, like, for her there was a total disconnect between babies and adults. Like, she didn't realize they were the same thing because gems aren't like that. They emerge fully formed and knowing everything they're supposed to know. Yeah, yeah. we had that in one of the little PSAs is not the right one, but the little, you know, yeah. nothing about the, the, gems. Gems. Shorts, the yeah. classroom gems. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and even the first time she sees it, she's like, oh no, look at that baby. It's like, look at that tiny human. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you make it? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> like he would have just, you know, snapped his fingers and boom, there's a baby. Oh, yeah. Well, some people think that's how it works. It was the stork, right? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, do we have any final thoughts on Greg the Babysitter? Um, Just that it's nice seeing Greg lay the foundation for ultimately, like, the rest of his life financially supporting the gems. I want to know who owned that car wash when he walked in in the middle of the night. Help is no longer wanted. I am here in nothing but jean shorts. I feel like there was nobody there and he was just like, well, I'm going to take over this car wash now. I also feel... It's mine. I also feel like Beach City is a very laid back town. If somebody comes in going, I'm your guy, they're like, okay, whatever. All right, cool, we're good. Yep, yep. Yep. Man, I love the origin of the jean shorts. Yeah. I love that it was just like... They just well, got, this jeans just got ripped, and he just rolled with it. <laughs> I have a couple pairs. Of I don't have like money for new pants, so well. So this is what I'm wearing. Whatever. Yeah. And that then was... at the very end, him washing—you know—what would later be his dream, his dream car. car. Oh. Very, very sweet. So yeah. this was pretty straightforward, but a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, and and again, like it, it laid the foundation for a lot of things that we see in Greg now. Yeah. I think yeah. most importantly, you know that. His real affection towards that is now towards his own son. Yeah. Well, that and uh, it's always nice to hear Susan Egan's voice again mm-hmm. because Rose is wonderful, and also just a lot of great comedy. Like when he and Baby Sour Cream went flying after yeah. Rose stopped the Ferris wheel. It was she, hysterical. Uh, you she, knew it was coming, and it was still glorious. Yeah, when she Hulk smashed the Ferris wheel, <laughs> leave Greg alone. <laughs> <laughs> like she's gonna tell it what's what. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. Poor Mr. Smiley. I don't know if he owned the fun land at that point. No. Nah, yeah, yeah no. He, he might have been too young. Yeah. Kanye Shrug, we just don't know. Yep. All right. So we are just about out of time. We're going to start wrapping this up. To start, thank you to everyone who reviewed on iTunes. We have new reviews. Yeah. Like, there are a lot of you people. So many. One, two, three, four, 
five, six. We have six new iTunes reviews. Rattle them off. Let's All do this. All right. So number one is uh, called Re-Reviewing. It's by Reflex123. Uh, through the uh, Though the internet has a lot of Steven Universe reactions and analysis, I thoroughly appreciate the magic of AfterBuzz's format and these hosts discussing the show. It's a wonderful conversation, and the hosts always bring up at least two perspectives to the story or how it actually ties in with everything that's come before that I didn't even think about. Uh, so, you know, all good. Smiley face. Uh, five. Uh, this is uh, our uh, next one is Ronaldo's biggest competition. Uh, five stars. <laughs> Give Pearl a hug. Uh, I'm oh. a newbie to anime cartoon manga culture. Uh, Studio Ghibli got me started as a kid, but Steven Universe is bringing me back now. Ooh. I wanted to dive into Beach City as much as possible, so I found these rad folks. While the podcast isn't always universal rapid fire references to other shows can easily pull a Steven and float out of reach. They do a great job at meeting newcomers and fans alike at a great Peridot appropriate level. Also, <laughs> bye Kevin should be the new bye Felicia. <laughs> uh, next one is entitled So Refreshing by GBRL123. Five stars. Uh, some of my friends watch Steven Universe but none of them keep up with it like I do so I can't express my feelings to anyone. You guys encapsulate my feelings so perfectly and help me notice some details I never saw. Even though I don't understand most of your anime references, <laughs> uh, they're very, very present. Uh, I laugh throughout the podcast. Uh, this is my first podcast, so thank you for making the experience a good one. I hope I am able to join you guys in the chat one week. They we probably, hope so, too. That's so sweet. They uh, were probably very confused during the opening. Probably- yeah, <laughs> we kind of started with an extended anime reference here. Yeah, sorry. There's oh, I'm a not. Lot of, there's a lot of anime fans on the writing staff of Steven Universe so there's a lot of anime references in it, like ones that I'm sure I'm missing too. Oh yeah, I no, am absolutely some, not sorry. Yeah, there are some obscure ones in there. But I yeah. did, I did get Rebecca Sugar to straight up talk with me about Revolutionary Girl Utena during Comic Con, and it was like the most beautiful thing nice. in my life. Uh, next one is called Love It Five Stars by uh, Brett Allen Art. Uh, I came into the show as a first time listener. I found it through an iTunes search. This was the first Ooh. Steven Universe show I clicked on, and after listening to the first episode, I didn't feel the need to find another one. I've quickly Aww. grown fond of listening to these girls talk about Steven Universe quote-unquote every week. We all know the airing schedule is non-existent. (laughs) It's become an essential part of my Steven Universe viewing experience. It's a great place to go listen about speculation and it really adds that extra layer of thought to the show. Anyway, love the podcast. Keep it up. Uh, Next one is Gem Rebel? Great! Five stars by Wolf Earth Ninja. Uh, Love you guys. Can't wait for your coverage of the second week of Summer of Steven. That's what we're doing right now. Uh, And then the next one is called Gem Rebels but spelled like Gem in the Holograms (laughs) (laughs) by uh, Little Run 77. Five stars. I love After Buzz and I was so happy finding out there was a Steven Universe universe one please keep doing that you're uh, keep doing what you're doing you are all so funny and great hearing people talk about this show because all my friends think the show is for kids and won't watch it well they are wrong get new uh, friends can't wait uh, <laughs> i can't wait for you to do alone at sea which we covered on this episode and yep. the episode after that which we, was the last thing we talked about so yep. yeah so thank, thank you guys, guys. Thank you. i'm just gonna lie also, here in a little puddle of melted <laughs> feels because oh my god this this is a good part of the reason why we like yeah. to review on iTunes, actually, well, because it, just, it warms the cockles of our little hearts. And I mean, I think to me, the, the fact that, you know, we jumped up six reviews in a single week just speaks to how many people this show, how many people are able to relate to this show. Because it represents yeah. all different kinds walks of, of life. all different walks of life, all different kinds of people, all different races, all different sexual orientations. Like, it's such an important show that has so much to say 
about the real world, but can do it in this in this sort of safe environment framed within this beautiful tale of a little boy being raised by magical rock girls. And his dad. <laughs> and his dad. <laughs> it's yes. just, oh my God, what a great show. Yeah. And you people, we adore you people. And when you do this, when you leave reviews on iTunes, when you're sitting there saying, please keep doing what you're doing, you leaving those reviews allows us to do that because our producer... I know oh, we're gonna wrap, wrap and we brought the pizza, pizza rolls back. Pizza rolls. I was in the middle of the iTunes spiel. New, I was getting there. New restaurant wars. Uh, only pizza bagel rolls versus, versus bagel, bagel bites. bites. Oh God, here we go. <laughs> so uh, yeah, you leaving these reviews allows us to keep doing this because our producers look at these reviews. They look at the people saying, "Please keep talking about Steven Universe," and they say okay, well, let's keep talking about Steven Universe. Yeah. And so they bring us back in and we do the thing again and it's great. Occasionally people who look who work on the show look at these reviews. Sometimes that's a thing. So yeah. you doing this helps us. If you like watching or listening to or downloading or whatever this show, best thing you can do, go on to iTunes, subscribe, rate us five stars, leave us a review, you know, tell us you love us. And obviously... We read them out on the show because we freaking love you guys. Yeah. I can't believe we were her, their first podcast. Yay. <laughs> their very first podcast. You're yeah. wonderful human beings and yeah. we adore you so much. Thank you yes. so much for reviewing. If you want to follow us on an individual basis, that is what we're going to get into. Emma, where can the people find you? Well, you won't find me here next week because I'll be on vacation. <laughs> You're but leaving us. I am. I know. I gotta go to the beach, you know? Steven Universe. <gasps> go to Beach City. I'm gonna go to the beach. I'm gonna eat pizza rolls. Mozzarella sticks is gonna be great. You're uh, leaving us. Yeah, but you can follow me on Twitter and on Instagram at Emma Fife, which is my name. I also have an Emma Fife professional Facebook page, which you can go ahead and like if you want to. It mostly just feeds from my Twitter. Guys, if you don't have a Twitter, get on it. Twitter is where it is at. Uh, you can also find me uh, on my Sailor Moon pod- podcast, Love and Justice, a serious Sailor Moon podcast. I uh, there will be a new episode uh, out tomorrow. I actually posted it already, but it, all social media blast it tomorrow morning. So uh, be sure to check that out. <laughs> Megan. And I'm Megan. You guys can follow me on Twitter and Instagram <laughs> at the Manguin. That's T H E M E N G U I N. I'm also on a bunch of shows here at AfterBuzz, and I write articles for the Movie Chick. That's Chick with two Ks. Be sure to check those out. <laughs> and I'm Katie Cullen. You can find me on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, and YouTube at Kiaxe. That's K I A X E T. I'm also on Snapchat at Kia Prime. The YouTube has a ton of reaction videos. That's kind of what we do at this point, including pretty much every Steven Universe episode that's going to be in the Steven Bomb. God help us. Uh, you can also find me on the Red vs. Blue panel. When it rolls back around in a few weeks, the Camp Camp panel, when it rolls back around next week, next week, I think oh. it's next week, <laughs> and the Voltron panel, Thursdays at 10 p.m., and it's going to be the lot of us plus Alexis, because Alexis is also a wonderful human being. You can find me there, you can find me on the internet, it's all wonderful. Remember to use Tumblr for your long-form Steven Universe theories, and we'll take a look at those. Thank you so much for tuning in, we love you guys, we will see you next time. Bye! Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. You, you can, can eat pizza at any time! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 